Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport. Your station. They were in action today in a senior football challenge against London, and they had a comfortable win in Darver, one nineteen to nine points was the final score in that one. And a man in front of me who I know will be very interested in that result. They say. If you want a job done, you give it to a busy man. There can't be too many men busier than my next guest. An independent TD who will be no doubt busy preparing for the upcoming election. Peter Fitzpatrick recently assumed the mantle of Loud County Board Chairman, replacing Des Halpenny, who had reached the end of his five-year term. And he joins me in studio now. Peter, you're very welcome and a happy new year to you. We were talking off air there. You're a very busy man. It's not something that you, you worry about. You, you like to be kept busy. What were your reasons for, for running for chairman? Because as we said, you've got plenty going on. Well, in fairness, David, yeah, over the years I played 16 years for Loud. I managed underage, I managed the senior football team and uh, I've been part of uh, this new development uh, committee to get a new stadium in County Loud. And uh, in fairness, again, Des Hapney has been chairman for the, for the previous five years and Des' uh, time was up. So I felt as though uh, it was an opportunity for someone to get in there. And you know, like, like there's an awful lot of fantastic people in County Loud that, that want to get involved. So I felt as though that uh, if I went for the chairman uh, and hopefully get the chair job which I got and in fairness over the last number of weeks David the amount of people who's been volunteering to help out in the situation has been unreal and I feel as though that uh, uh, I come in there as I said a few weeks ago there, was, uh, I, I set up all new committees I, I felt as though if I come in and I change everything there at the moment is, I, I'm not saying there was anything wrong with what happened for the last number of years but I felt as though that we need to freshen up and in fairness like, I think this stadium has to go ahead and I'm hoping that they, if things go the way they're going we're hoping to have this stadium open and running within the next two years Yeah because I mean the stadium is obviously the, the top priority in the county at the moment I think that's fair to say June 2020 was the original completion date that was mentioned when the first discussions happened that were talked about like I think we all accepted that wasn't necessarily going to happen what you are saying in the next couple of years is a realistic timeline do you, do you have any kind of date in mind in terms of when the, the real work will actually start because I know a lot of kind of remedial work was needed on the site to bring it up to a certain level in terms of the ground that was there Well at the moment David we're working very closely with the DKIT we have a site in Dundalk 14 acres uh, we got an estimate cost of billing the whole from, from, from start to finish roughly about 12 million and uh, uh, we can't really do much at the moment is we have the plan of mission to fill the site the site would need approximately uh, 5,000 lorry loads, lorry loads of topsoil uh, the reason and we, and we actually got the plan of mission there a good few months ago to go ahead and, f- and put the filling in but the problem there at the moment is uh, we're just waiting for uh, uh, a develop, uh, sorry, uh, we call it a grant a large scale sports infrastructural grant which was announced on uh, Friday but the problem was uh, we were in for stream one and Mead were very lucky and fair play to Mead Mead, Mead run stream two uh, the difference is uh, stream stream one means it's it's towards the cost of the development and basically what it means is uh, like the plans the structure the utility working out there and uh, 
uh, we, we actually can't tone us we can actually do absolutely nothing until it's announced. I believe it's been announced next Friday. Uh, we've been told by Minister Ross September, October, November, December, and now hopefully it's, it's coming to fruition. The bottom line is, David, whether we get the money or not, we're hoping to get maybe the cost of three or 400000 No matter what happens, is over the next couple of weeks, we intend to turn the sod in, in the new pitch. We intend to get it completely levelled. We intend over the next six weeks to put the full plan of permission in, and then after that, there will be I, I for tender. Uh, listen, uh, we're getting totally full back from Core Park. Uh, so far, we, we've, we've probably spent maybe between six and seven hundred thousand between uh, buying a bit of land and uh, doing a bit, doing a bit of work there at the moment. Is and in fairness, Co Park has, hasn't been wanting to give us the money, and that's all paid fully. So we're hoping to, to gather the twelve million between Co Park, between ourselves, and hopefully between the sports capital grants. And uh, I think this is something that the whole county can wait for. How will that twelve? How will that twelve million break down then? In terms of, I mean, we we spoke to James Kenny an hour or so ago, and he was talking about you know the fundraising element, the sports capital grant piece that you talked about there, the, the infrastructure piece. Um, how will that twelve million be be made up? How will you come to that number? Well, we're hoping in loud ourselves to, to raise approximately about uh, four million. Uh, we've got a we've got a we've got a uh, we call it the Wee County Double House draw at the moment. Uh, we're hoping to sell twenty five thousand tickets. Twenty five thousand tickets seems an awful lot. It is an awful lot, and they've been sold at a hundred euros a piece. The two houses will cost approximately five hundred thousand. So we're hoping to make in the region of between one and a half and two million in that there. And uh, in fairness, it, the, the draw has been going very well. We're getting fantastic support from all. Of County Loud, the whole forty-one clubs are totally behind it, and uh, they, they, as I said, yeah, they get, it's something we, we just can't wait, and that's the bottom line there. Just talking about the, the house draw, I mean, again, I don't know how much of the interview with Seamus he caught, but like me had three of them. I know you guys have two, but he said that the middle draw in particular was was very much a hard sell, and that they're going to come they're going to come up like well short of the actual projected target. I think they had had targeted a, a profit from it of one point five million, which was a lot. They wanted to raise one point five million from it, so. When you talk about selling 25,000 tickets, is that, you know, a realistic number? I know you would have probably looked at draws going on around the country and, and maybe taken advice from other people, but have you kind of sought any any advice on how to do these things and do you think that that 25,000 figure is, is realistic? Well, I, I think it's realistic because uh, in fairness, we have a committee of six people. There's, there's uh, Danny Culligan, Frank Lynch, uh, Dominic New, uh, Aidan Bevels, who's the chairperson, and David Rogers and myself. And we and then we've, we've a man called Thomas Clare from Dunlea. He's the hardest working man I've ever come across. It's, if you see anyone uh, driving around County Loud with a trailer, it's Thomas Clare. Like, like the man has so much energy. Uh, at the moment, as I said, the 41 clubs has given us a uh, fantastic backing. There was a couple of clubs in the area, like the likes of uh, the Kevins and Tim and Fekin, who ran very successful jobs. We've asked them for a bit of help. Uh, listen, uh, for the last number of weeks there, we were in the marshes there and dog, and uh, the amount of people coming up, and actually, I believe it, even yesterday, I was uh, at the... At the, at the uh, the Maddox Rangers and the Mahavik Clearing game in in uh, in Glen Rangers and I couldn't believe it the former Mead manager Seamus McInerney came over to me in the middle of a big crowd and handed me a hundred euros I mean like and he said the best luck to going forward like that's the kind of that's the kind of enthusiasm at the moment is like this like Lloyd, Lloyd didn't do any fundraising for over 10 years there at the moment we've probably done nothing so like we're starting off afresh like there's people from Australia America Canada and everything else and all we're hoping for is no matter where you come from like you know I think everybody is everybody knows Himself, we're the only county in Ireland at the moment that hasn't got a one stadium. I, 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 and Dave, the reason, I think the reason why we're kind of way behind there at the moment is uh, this is basically the first stadium has been built in, in Ireland in a long, long time. Uh, most of the stadiums have been built in 
moment of what kind of redevelopment stadiums like the likes of Mead, Kildare and Waterford and Cork and that there. This is this is this is from phase one and like we've 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 built a fantastic relationship with the Loud County Council over the last number of years. Like we got a site, a prime site. Crow Park can't believe the site we got is like right in the middle of Loud, like uh, and uh, when you come in like, like there's about ten different roads in there. It's gonna be a fantastic stadium and, and it's gonna it's not only gonna help Loud, it's gonna also help you know Crow Park for maybe arranging games in the local area and there. Like and uh, like as I said, I'm a sports person. I love sport. I whether it's soccer, Gaelic, rugby, athletics, cricket, horse riding. I would do golf. I, I would do absolutely anything. And you know, and I think this is a GEA project and everything else. And and in fairness, I've talked to Martin Connolly there during the week. Martin Connolly would be the general manager of the Dolph Football Club. Like there's, there's there's a lot of goodwill like that at the moment, and we're all going to work together. And you know, there's nobody jealous. Everybody wants to see a stadium in the dog, and the people allowed will really really appreciate it. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You talk about the, the four million that you hope to raise from the house draw and you know, let's say let's let's just say for a minute that that, that, that comes to fruition. So that list still leaves eight million if you're if you're talking about the cost of the stadium being twelve. So where does the other eight million come from? Presumably that's that's grants and and everything else. How is that eight million made up? Well, th- th- my biggest fear, David, at the moment is that uh, like where uh, I have a funny feeling we're going to have a general election call at a church or Wednesday. I just hope that Stream One goes ahead next Friday, and all we're, all we're, all we're, all we're expecting to get from Stream One, if we do get money, and there's no guarantee that we will get money next Friday, is is three or four hundred thousand. The bottom line is at the moment we will be going to Crow Park over the next number of weeks, uh, uh, and we will be hoping that it's, like if we do get money from Stream One. Whether we get it or not, we'll be moving on the stream too. But listen, as I said, is uh, we've a lot of we've a lot of other plans. Like this is this is the first plan going forward. Is and as I said, if we can get one and a half million in, and we can get core part behind us and everything else, and we've we've a lot of plans. I I, I don't want to distract away from this draw. Cause I think that this draw is, is is really the main thing going forward. Is and I'm just going to say, is, if there's any business people there out there in County Loud or County Mead or anyone that wants to give us a hand or maybe contribute towards a bit of money towards this this this, this no matter what happens, this stadium is going to. And in fairness, I think I think when you hear 
heard initially that it was going to be 2020 like uh, we had to come out and be and, and, and start the ball rolling mm. the amount of people that stopped me and drawed it and dog and saying listen what's happening in the stadium when are you going to turn the sod the reason we didn't turn it like we were hoping to start this field in September but we can't do it and as I said the other ones the sports capital grants are announced but the minute that's that's there we'll we be, we, we be travelling all around Ireland all around England we be going everywhere David looking for money is but we're putting all of emphasis so far on this draw going forward mm. and I just said uh, listen as I said he is there'll be no stone left in town and you talked about there the um, the so let's say you get the 400,000 from stream one so that's essentially because we've we've seen Mead racking up big costs before and people are asking questions well we haven't spent a penny on the actual stadium people can't see, if people can't see any work being done they're wondering where the money is going but as you said there that 400k would be for the kind of the pre- preparatory work really in terms of getting plans drawn up on all that kind of stuff and at that point it then goes out to tender is that how it'll work yeah as I said you also too is we've already paid for the for the, for the, for the, uh, for the site as you told you the co parkers left no stone and turned uh, as I said it was only, only county in Ireland has no stadium I think there's a lot of goodwill out there at the moment is and like you know loud football like uh, like I'm not going to say this would, this, would, this would be the DN and end all but this would this be a great start for loud football to developers like we are we, we, like, in fairness we had no success in underage football or senior football for the last maybe 50 or 60 years this is something we're going to have to have a serious serious look at and being involved as, 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 as the new chairman of the loud county board is like all my emphasis won't, won't be uh, totally focused on the draw like uh, I went, I went to a county team uh, of our uh, development squads our league structures and everything else I felt that over the last number of years there's an awful big breakdown in loud between the loud county board and the clubs and uh, I, my intention is, is, is to amend that there over the last number of weeks I visited a lot of clubs I think we have a very very serious issue in loud with juvenile football I've met uh, I met all the clubs in Dundalk I met all the clubs in Jordan I t- intend over the number, next number of weeks to meet all the clubs in mid loud north loud and everything else. we're going to leave no stone untoned also we're also a holding county there as well and I'd be meeting up I'd be setting up, I'm going to set up a committee to meet the holders but I think the big the big thing over the next number of weeks is uh, I intend to get maybe by the guts of maybe 10 or 15 of, of a former inter-county players to sit down in a room over the next number of weeks and see how can we improve our, on, on the field in loud football because uh, I feel in loud that we have the talent it's important that we have all the best players playing I think we do need a bit of success in the football field is, and I think that's very very important going forward and as I said the, the connection between the clubs and the county board that's something that really really has to be solid out too Just before we move off I know there's loads to talk about other than just the stadium before we move away from the stadium discussion you said in your um, you know upon being elected as chairman that there'll be no levy put on the clubs is that still something that you're you're very determined to not do? There'll be, there'll be absolutely no levies uh, as, as I said uh, the day I got elected in the convention I said Peter Fitzpatrick is going to be open and transparent. Uh, over the last number of years in, in the county board, there was no such thing as any other business. I felt as though the delegates, when they were going to county board meetings, they never got an opportunity to express their opinions. I think we've got an, an awful lot of fantastic people in Loud. As I said yeah, since I became chairperson, the amount of people who have come, come on to me, willing to put their hands together, wanting to get on committees. Like We've, we've a committee now to organise very, very soon, the finance committee at the moment, and it's very, very like that's going to help you know, going forward. Uh, our supporters club has been dissolved over the last number of years like that, that to me over the last maybe 20 years or so they were probably the best way of getting finance into the, into the county there's a, there's a lot of things there at the moment is, and uh, I think as I said the most important thing is that the clubs will have a say going forward and I guarantee you as chairman of the Lake County Board there will be no levies put in clubs just, just to wrap up on the stadium then so you're, you're waiting to hear in the near future about that Stream 1 funding um, once that comes in and hopefully you do get that then the process moves on from there then it's, it's at that point you go to Croke Park and 
you're, are you hoping that there'll be some sort of a progress you'll be turning the side you said hopefully in, in the next few months by the end of the year where are you hoping to be at with the stadium in terms of the, the actual physical building side of things do you think or is it a little early to say sorry Dave I didn't say I'd be, uh, we'd be turning the side in the next few months I said I'd be turning the side in the next few weeks we intend over the next couple of weeks to turn the side mm. uh, as I said it is there's an awful lot of, 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 of buildings and industrial working on in dock there's an awful lot of filling in the dock and like, it's going to be a very very low cost as I said yeah, it's going to take a minimum of five terms and loads of, of, of filling so uh, I'm delighted one way or another whether we get money or not money next five days we will, you will see an awful lot of lorries up and down the road you know from the dog uh, putting filling into this new field and and the minute that's turned the, the, minute, the minute we do start the stadium I think an awful lot of people say listen these people from Loud mean, mean business and I just hope that things start moving a bit better and so just to finally to wrap up on that as you said there the June 2020 was a date that was thrown out we kind of knew that was maybe just something to get the ball rolling but you're you're very positive that this stadium can be completed within a couple of years. So you're talking around maybe 2022. Well, I'm, I'm hoping, like, I'm hoping this be a turnkey job, uh, David. I'm hoping that between 18 and 18 and 24 months, that this, this, this be up and running. This is something that the dog body needs. When we actually met with the Lloyd County Council, they couldn't believe that the, the ambition we had there at the moment is, like, in fairness, again, we, we do need a place, we, we do need a stadium in Loud that the families. I'm a big family man myself. Is that families and people can go in and enjoy and look and a bit of pleasure. Like, like you take for example, there last year in, in 2019, we in the minor league alone, we had 850 games. Played in, in, in the minor league, forty-four finals in years and uh, like we're competing with all other sports at the moment. Is and I feel as though it is that if, if we don't, this this is our last chance to build a stadium. And as I said, is we have an opportunity. Like like this stadium is going to hold um, uh, in, in the beginning eight and a half thousand. It's going to have a four and a half thousand seated, seated and four thousand uh, uh, standing. And also over the next number of years, we can develop it up to a maximum of maybe twenty-two thousand. So listen, it's something that's going to last a lifetime in County Loud. I think an eight and a half thousand stadium is sufficient enough at the moment for Loud Football and as I said to you if we can improve what's happening in the football field and get a bit more football people coming and looking and seeing Loud playing is, then we can start maybe looking going in years in years to come of maybe extending the new pitch So please God 18 to 24 months from now so the back end of 2021 maybe around about that sort of time frame is what you're talking about which would which would be amazing if it happened Well that, 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 that's, that, that's our plan and we're going to stick to that plan Just to move on from the stadium for a moment then you, you know that's obviously the number one priority but you mentioned the team on the pitch and everything else and a lot of you know a lot comes from that and as I said to, to Seamus earlier on if, if a team has performed well it builds that goodwill as you as you know yourself from, from your experience as a manager as well you mentioned being surprised and disappointed at the lack of spectators at a recent O'Byrne Cup game against Offaly how do you think you get you know the, the, the fans to re- reconnect with the team because this is something that, that came up previously when Adrian Reid retired as a, as a player he came in and spoke to us and he kind of said look he feels like there was a lot of apathy towards the county team Within, within the county from GEA people even though the, the club game is quite well supported so how do you reconnect with, with, loud, with, with loud fans do you think? Well I personally first of all I think that the contact between the county team and the spectators and the supporters is, there's kind of a break kind of a fall out there because if you look at other, other sporting organisations you know for example say in, in Jordan if, 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 we, if we get all the young kids in Jordan to assemble in an area to come maybe and look at the loud football team training it's just to get it's good to get the, the players get the players and, 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 and the fans to get to know each other like you go back to 2010 when Lloyd was beaten in the Leicester final by Mead like that, to me that was, that was actually a platform for Lloyd to go forward and I think that was an opportunity really 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 missed because at that stage there was if you ask any, any young fella in County Lloyd the name the players in the Lloyd team they knew everybody and just less than 10 years later like, you know, they seen like a, a pack of strangers also with the supporters club it's like the supporters club was absolutely fantastic I think what we need in Lloyd is we need a more connection and, and you know, get, 
you know, we need we need to you know to, to put the football team up on the platform there at the moment. And I think the best way to do this here is is, is a bit of success. Uh, as we, I, I met Wayne Kieran's and his managing team there last Monday night, there, uh, and we sat there and we talked about the year going forward. And they said whatever they need they'll get and in fairness they seem to be very very happy so the live senior team going forward in the, for the for the 2020 National League will have a full support We, we I know my heart my soul is Division 3 is going to be a very very hard division, division I remember years ago talking to my good friend Harry Highland from Cavan I was manager of the live team back in 2010 and he was the manager of the Cavan team in 2010 and I will be honest the difference between getting promotion to Division 2 and relegation Division 4 it's unbelievable I think it's only about two points in the difference that year we were very lucky that year we actually got promotion that year to Division 2 and Looking up, we stay in Division Two. But when you're playing Division Two, like uh, we played Tyrone, we played Kildare, we played we played a lot of good quality teams. And um, you go to the likes of uh, the games we've been playing at Jordan, the rallies pitch at that time. You're talking maybe five or six thousand people coming and seeing the game, and like you know, and it's good. And you, and, and even for the media, like the, the, the national radio station, the media, they they just seen to really concentrate in Division One, Division Two. Like uh, I went to the Bone Cup, the game there a couple of weeks ago there, uh, Loud versus Westmead. And in fairness, I thought uh, Wayne done a fantastic job. He did. They, they, you know, you gave about ten new players, you know, the debut, and I just looked around, and there was really basically nobody from Lauderdale. And I'm just saying to myself, is if we don't start looking and we restructure our situation in Lauderdale football, it's going to deteriorate a lot more. So listen, there's warning signs there at the moment. Is um, uh, me as a chairman of the Lauderdale board, I can see the warning signs, and I want to get all the Gales people back there. Like, and I don't mean to keep going back to 2010. Like, there was about 60,000 people that 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 the final, and I guarantee you, David, the majority of them people came from County Lauderdale. That day, all I could see was a sea of red, and I know my heart, my soul is over the next couple of years. If we can get the, the red, the, the red the team doing pretty well in, 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 the, in the national league and also doing the championship, I think that's going to encourage people to play. But the stadium is a big thing there because I know, like the, the only thing we can look forward to playing is, is, is in Crow Park. I want children and you know people in Loud to look to look to the stadium and say, "Listen, there's a place you want to play." Mm. And you know one of the things that you, you did pretty much straight away when you when you got into the job, and it's one of the issues that's been discussed over the years, is the kind of lack of uh, the, the strength of the GA around the two major kind of urban areas in, in Loud, and that's in Dock and Drogheda. And I know you were you were out during the week meeting people from from those two uh, towns from Drogheda here and from Dundalk. What was what was the the, the uh, kind of purpose of those meetings, and what was the outcome? What were you trying to achieve there? Well, the first thing is. Uh I'm fed up of people saying there's a split in County Loud or, or people play, people come from Dundalk and people come from Drogheda. As I said in the convention is, when people live where you ask you come from, you say you come from County Loud, you come from Omid, you come from Carlingford, you come from Dundalk, you come from Aldi, you come from Drogheda, you come from County Loud and we should be all very, very proud of that there. And that, that was me, it made me main effort still. Now the biggest problem is uh, I'm looking at the structures now in, in, in Dundalk and Drogheda and I'm looking around and I'm saying myself, do we see another Seamus O'Hanlon coming from Dundalk? Do we see another Colin Kelly coming from Drogheda? At the moment, I don't see that happening there. And if you have a look at the squads at the moment, is I, I don't know what's going on there at the moment. Is so last 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 Wednesday night, uh, we met in the Rally's uh, GA Club there last Wednesday night, and we also met in the Imperial Hotel in Dock on Friday night. And in fairness, David, the response was brilliant. There was approximately fifty people came to each of the meetings, and these are real GA people. And the the, the main emphasis that night was I was looking for. Uh, directions and going forward I was looking for answers rather than going back to the old legacy normally when you hold these kind of 
meetings people go back oh they've done this 60 years ago 20 years ago and everything else not that, that we, we, we sat there and, and we said right we do have problems but also listen these are problems we can be fixed we met the five clubs in Wednesday in, 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 in Jordan and, and, the, and the six clubs in Dog and in fairness David like they, they were given out maybe, maybe with the fixture plans like the, 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 the going forward they'd like to know in advance like, like families like nowadays if you, in, 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 family years ago you, you'd only one person walking now there's two people walking out there like, the circumstances have changed at the moment is, and uh, p- people were given out about the grading they were given out about maybe uh, uh, different regions like travelling say like uh, from the dog or travelling from Jordan and, and vice versa but we'd be, like, and they were talking about the media like you know we, we don't seem to get enough publicity in the local papers and the radio stations at the moment that's really all our own fault like these, these are simple things we're talking about amalgamating teams like the clans this year uh, in 2019 was the first time ever we had amalgamated with the Gales on the 16th and to me that really horrified me but probably when you, when you, when you sit down and you look at the situation at the moment it's, it's a clans of only five players and the Gales of only, only so many players at the moment it's, and you're better off amalgamating together these, these are like them were talking about maybe having super games on a Friday night maybe enjoy the one Friday night to the following Friday night maybe get all the kids together mix teams and everything else at the moment and there was so much uh, learn from both sides of, of the, between the managing county board and the clubs and we decided over the next couple of weeks in four or five weeks time we're going to go back like we're, we're going to sit down we're going to sit down in the, in the managing of, of, of the county board and they're going to sit down and we're going to see together as, like even the schools at the moment is like a lot of teams have a, have, a, have a school day in Crow Park and uh, no matter what, to play all the school fines in Crow Park, we don't do that, else. We should, we should be, you know, encouraging our kids at school and everything. And, and we don't realise the amount of work the teachers do and everything else at the moment. And they, we, we, we have coaches in County Loud. And I'm trying to say to myself, our oh, oh, coach has been used properly. Like, I wouldn't have a problem putting the coaches in full times in the schools if it happened on the GA. Like these are things we're going to sit down and work about. Is like we need to get the fourth fall back. We are competing with soccer, with Gaelic rugby at the moment. I think years ago there, uh, I think I think David was uh, said maybe thirty or forty percent of people playing sport was playing GA. I think that's down to ninety percent, and I think it's the same with Gaelic football. But these are things we have to work at. And I was talking to one, I was talking to a school teacher at one of the meetings in Dundalk and Friday night, and believe it, believe it not, is if you have a school, a primary school in, in Dundalk or draw or loud anywhere and loud at the moment is, and, and there'll be five or six hundred students do you know that forty percent of them kids don't play any kind of sports at all like you know it's not only us so this is something like like I'm lucky enough I'm a TD also and I'm, 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 and like I like you know people don't realise the problems with obesity and everything else at the moment is like whether like it's great to see sports and culture in the schools but I think there's, there's a good will out there from every day at the moment is, and if we all work together we can sort the situation out but as I said is the most important thing is and uh, it's the structures we have to get the structures Loud is probably one of the, one of the few counties in Ireland that plays uh, underage football in every grade what I mean by that David is we have 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 the whole way up to maybe 18 and maybe that's too much a lot of a lot, like, the likes of I think Mead I know they're playing maybe 14, 16 and 18 and that they are maybe we're, we're just trying to fill too many gaps but these are all things we all talked about and the, the Everybody wants to improve, and the meetings, the meetings I talked to tonight was absolutely fantastic. It's a matter of all sitting down together and put the right structure in place. Mm. And I told them that the manager and the Light County Board will leave no stone unturned. Just um, one other thing you mentioned there was the fact that the ground, the new stadium, whenever it's built, will be you know joint jointly used by the women and the men. And I noticed a, a text in here from uh, Lee O'Neill wishing you all the very best of luck with uh, with your job. Now we know at the moment the LGFA and the GA are separate, but. You're, you're talking about how they will they will eventually amalgamate, and you'd imagine that will happen. But will you be kind of working either formally or informally with the with the LGFA as well in the county to kind of make sure that they're that they're helped out as much as possible in insofar as you can? 
Well, uh, two weeks ago there, I, I, I actually met up with Liam O'Neill and, 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 and the ladies and the ladies in GEA in, in, in Loud. We sat there and we, and we, did, we did a very good discussion. Uh, we talked about the sharing of the harbour, which is no problem whatsoever. I think the, the, the main problem they had was... Uh, they, they seem to do most of the training sessions on a Sunday and we found that the Darvo wouldn't be open every Sunday so I, I give him I give him a commitment that Darvo would be open every Sunday from now on like uh, you mentioned Lowe was playing London I was at the Lowe in London game this morning and across me I seen the Lowe ladies playing Whitlow this morning like, like when, when did you ever see two of our senior teams playing together is uh, listen I have great time for ladies football I always said it from day one is uh, my local club the Clannock Gales a few years ago couldn't get a ladies football manager I've been the manager team for three or four years I think the commitment to put in like, also uh, the, the they were looking for uh, for holding their meetings uh, when the when the ladies were holding the committee meetings. They had to hold them in hotels and everything. I was costing the money. I agreed from now on they can have all their meetings in in Darvo. The uh, what we're trying to do now at the moment in Darvo is Darvo is a fantastic facilities, and we're going to try to put an app up in the system. It means that when people looking to use Darvo, like not only the women's, the men's, the clubs and everything at the moment, that they can they can go to the website and have a look and see when they're available. No, I will be I will be working I will be working very very closely with the ladies. I'll be working very closely with the men. And all the juvenile football, I said it. And another commitment was that when our new stadium opens up, we'll have the schools in, we'll have the ladies in, we'll have all the teams in the moment. Is but you know to be mainly all finals and such. All the national league games will be all played there. Now uh, Liam O'Neill did ask me the meeting was there any possibility that one that the, that the ladies can play the national league games in front of the league games? That's something that I done a muck in there at the moment is. And the, it, uh, I as, as chairman of the league county board has no problem whatsoever. It's just a matter of seeing whether the pitch will be playable or not. And and in the next couple of weeks we'll have a look and I, I, I'd be delighted to really promote the ladies football because in fairness uh, there's 41 clubs in Loud we wanted the 41 clubs in Loud and not one club in Loud refused to take tickets of us the ladies team has taken off tickets they're really pushing hard for the stadium as well and I, I'll be honest like there this morning it's like as chairman of the county board like I'm up in the hill looking at, looking at two of our senior teams playing in Darvo mm. and I thought that was absolutely fantastic Just very finally in the, the minute or so we have left um First of all, it's probably hard for you to say at this point, but will you be looking to complete the full five years? And second of all, whenever your term does come to an end, what would you like your legacy as the the Loud County Board Chairman to be? Well, uh, uh, I will be honest, David. Uh, I spoke at the convention and I said I, I made I made commitments. My commitments, I will I give a hundred percent. If I don't give a hundred percent at the end of the year like I don't believe in one year two years three years or five year terms I just believe that the person if, if the person's doing the job let him continue doing the job if he's not doing the job don't continue on the job is. Well, I, well, well I'm hoping to do in the next number of years please God if I'm allowed to do it I, I, the, the stadium has to be sorted out we have to get a bit of success in our inter-county teams and uh, the development squad at the moment is I think it's very important that we get as many kids as we can up in Darvo put on the red jersey uh, I would like to you know, th- th- that's my legacy at the moment is that uh, I would like to see Loud getting back to a Lancer final. I would like to see Loud winning the Lancer final. Uh, I think the the division you need to be playing is like Mead's very very lucky. Mead's playing in Division One this year and I envy Mead. But I would actually I, I think Loud are good enough to be playing in Division Two. They were very very unlucky last year. Wayne came and the boys put a fantastic job in last year. They were very unlucky in the last game of the league, the dirty game, and that's a game I was at. And I, I thought it was a game they should have won. But I'm just saying to say is I I would. My dream would be the, the, the stadium is a big one because, as I said, yeah, I'm a family man. Is I think I think we need the facilities to look after the people going forward, and I think if we can get a bit of success in the Loud Senior Football Team, I'd be delighted. Listen, Peter, thanks so much for popping in. There's no one can deny your your enthusiasm and your love for Loud GA. I really do wish you all the very best of luck with the job, and it's great to have you in here and chatting to us. And hopefully, uh, that will continue on as you go through your years. Thanks so much for popping in. LMFM Sunday Sport, your sport, your station. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 